Richard left his ties and his suit. Welcome, welcome. We're back. Another episode. Myself, Sunshine Mayfield, and co-host Max Gongleware. Uh, we are back for episode five. This is episode five. I think that's where we're at. The Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> yep, that's the episode. There, are, there's, there's at least five of those. Are there really? I think yeah. Well, I mean, if you count the book, and then there's probably four movies ish. The Broadway show. But they're not like all like sequels of each other. It's like they keep doing the same story over and over. And yeah, really. and it's like some of them are musicals, some of them aren't. Okay. There is a sequel to the Phantom of the Opera. It's called Love Never Dies. That's what I heard. It was bad. Well, you know, I, people like what they like. People do like what they like, but I yeah, it was you know it it was what it was. Um, but we're back. So this is the fifth episode, and the album we're talking about today is. Songs for Silverman. Songs for Silverman, which this is your your Ben Folds Awakening. Yes, this is the first album I ever listened to by Ben Folds when I was, I believe, a sophomore in high school. So it, we're going to dive into that in a little bit. Got some things to cover. You are listening to Lost in the Folds, as you know, which is a mini series of the Music Arc, which is a part of the Archive.com. The Archive.com. The Archive.com. How do you spell that, Max? The arc of e dot com. Perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Phonetic. I loved it. Um, but yeah, so we are here doing the fifth episode. You only thought we we're going to make it to three. We're at five. This is all three episodes at this no, point. No, this is like episode 3C. So uh, we're still in episode three. How's that? How do you How do you make that work in your head? This is just like bonus content like we we've delivered what we've promised in the three episodes and now at this point we haven't gone beyond three episodes we're just delivering bonus this content is all special features for the dvd yeah y'all i mean it is exciting to have a film crew here with us recording the uh we we were so confident that this was going to be a successful podcast that we went ahead and hired funded <laughs> funded our own film crew you remember how like michael scott made a film crew come to scranton for years and years and that ended up being quite successful yeah. This is the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sitcom that will run for eight or nine seasons. We can't wait. We'll quit at some point. Somebody will replace us. Ed Helms will replace yeah, us. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, welcome back. Thank you guys for listening so much. Well, you know, we're excited to do this. And, you know, before we get into the album, before we dive into this, Songs for Silverman, what have you been listening to? Uh, well, I actually recently saw, recently at the time of recording, I don't know how recently it will be by the time y'all hear this, but I recently saw a documentary on the Avid Brothers called May It Last. Mm, the Avid Brothers. Yeah, I'm an avid fan of the Avid Brothers, if that's what you're saying. Yes, it's uh, sure. And I probably wouldn't classify as an avid fan. I do like them, but I don't know enough yeah, about Yeah, they're them. wonderful. Um, but I saw the documentary. It's kind of a documentary about the recording of their most recent album, which is called True Sadness, but it's also just kind of a a uh, origin story of the Avid Brothers, so there's lots of good stuff there. And uh, yeah, that, I saw that, and it's got me on a little bit of an Avid Brothers kick right now, so that's what I'm listening to. I think you're about to play a song. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, there it is. I wish I was a flame Dancing in a candle Yeah, they're great. The the uh, the documentary has a really nice scene when they're writing this particular song together. And it's it's just it's a really cool scene how they how they collaborate to write these songs and they it, you you get a really good picture of like the vulnerability that they're like that when they are in songwriting mode they're in like a very vulnerable place and how they work together through that and then there's you know when they're up on stage they kind of have now it's a finished product so they no longer have to feel quite as vulnerable while performing these songs but while they were writing them it was you can kind of like see their eyes misting up as they're writing that song it's neat yeah and that, I mean that's pretty that's a classical like somewhat classical like folk style um, not all their music is like that. It's all in the same vein, but like it gets pretty, you know, they get some pretty heavy with it at certain parts and they, you know, do some fun stuff with that. And I like the Avid brothers right out of here, right out of North Carolina, right? Yeah. They're from Concord, North Carolina, which is just outside of Charlotte. Oh, there you go. Well, I've been listening to uh somewhat in a similar vein. I've been listening to a lot of dispatch lately. 
Ah. Um, their newest album, America Location 12, came out last year. I didn't um, know that. But I've been enjoying it. And so this is Midnight Lori off of that. that's been like i've been on a, like a woodsy feel recently of, of music woodsy feel. yeah woodsy feel like music that you listen to when you're like walking through the forest i didn't know that was a thing yeah it's that's a thing i do sometimes i just walk i have never heard of you walking through a forest because i do it by myself and i don't talk about it a lot if you're falling in a forest and nobody's there to hear do you even make a sound i don't because i don't fall oh smart yeah, yeah. Why didn't somebody just tell Dear Evan Hansen to not fall? Don't fall. Yeah. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> what a dummy. No, that's a very serious musical. And, uh, and, and joke shouldn't be made about it. Yeah. No it's jokes. Very, it's very good. We don't like to joke here very much either. So, you know, we're fine. But <laughs> all right. So as we go on. Oh, look. Oh, my God. That's so. Oh, was that dead air? It was. Okay, great. <laughs> um. So uh, as we go on into into the the album songs for Silverman, as we go on, whatever happened to vitamin C? I don't know. I started taking it, and <laughs> it's like a supplement. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to be healthier. Trying to be healthier, but as I take more and more of it, the band becomes less and less remembered. Yeah, you don't really you don't really hear much from them anymore. Her was it just her? I don't know. I don't know. All right, well, <laughs> forget about vitamin C because everybody else has. And let's burn. Oh, oh, sick burn. Ah. Um, let's talk about being gong aware of your roots. Oh, wow. Let's talk about 2005 because that's when Songs for Silverman came out. Sure. 2005. Recorded in 2004. If you say so. Give me some things that happened you know, around that time. Give me a context of where I am when I'm listening to this. Well, so the most important thing that happened in my life in 2005 was I got to go see my Tar Heels win the national championship in St. Louis. They defeated the Fighting Illini of Illinois and the Fighting Bill Murrays. Um, Bill Murray was there. Michael Jordan was there. uh, And I had pretty solid seats, and I got to go see my favorite team win a national championship behind Sean May's Most Outstanding Player Performance. Marvin Williams had some key buckets down the stretch. Um, Raymond Felton was important. David Noel scored. He And then he was, the next year, the only returning player on the 2006 team to have scored in the championship game. And he led that 2006 team to a really nice season. Uh, other things happening in 2005. I did a lot of research here. All right. So, so did they win in 2006, the Tar Heels? No. Oh, just in 2005. They had a good 2006 season. Oh. Like a better than expected 2006 season, they uh, they lost they, a lot of seniors. Mm, the 2005 team, yeah, they lost like three, and then they lost three other guys. How do you know all this? Like just off the back of your hand? Uh, oh, it's uh, written on the back of your hand. No, they lost Jackie Manuel as a senior. They lost Jawad Williams as a senior, and they lost Melvin Scott as a senior. But then they also lost Raymond Felton, Sean May, and some other guy who shall not be named. Um, who were all juniors and decided to leave after they won a championship. Uh, and they lost Marvin Williams, their their sixth man off the bench, um, or their first man off the bench, but their sixth man overall. If we ever decide to branch out into the sports arc. I don't see that happening. I don't, I don't think that's in our demographic. Sports! But... Yeah. So that that happened in 2005. I just I, I appreciate your knowledge of that. The 2006 team was just a joy to watch because of how young they were and how they went under the wing of David Noel, a very important uh, a very important senior leader on that team who who is remains one of my favorites of all time because of his leadership of that 2006 team. I think people have probably turned off this podcast. Leadership's an important quality to you? Sure. Oh, yeah, fair. I, I mean, yeah. Is Ben Folds a leader? Yeah, in his industry, he's a titan, yeah. All right, cool. What else was going on in 2005? Let's get back to he the nitty-gritty. He was a leader of a five-piece band for years. Three-piece. Uh, I've heard it both ways. Ben Folds, five. We've already covered three members. Yeah, you're right. Uh, also in 2005, um, Will Smith's groundbreaking movie, uh, The Pursuit of... Oh, wait, no. Hitch. It was Hitch. <laughs> Hitch. <laughs> oh, Hitch came out in 2005. 
really really swayed the writing process of Ben Folds. Now, was that a Will Smith groundbreaking movie, or was that a Kevin James groundbreaking movie, or was it an Eva Mendes groundbreaking movie? I th- I, I don't know if it broke anything for anybody except probably their pride. Oh, come on. I like that movie. It's okay. I do like that movie. I think that movie had a lot of good moments. <laughs> what What is your favorite moment from the movie? I mean, What's uh, the best moment that happened in that movie? Remember when Eva Mendez gets taken to Ellis Island and like starts looking at a book and then like starts, <laughs> starts bawling, starts freaking out, and, and Hitch doesn't know what to do, and then he's teaching Kevin James how to dance, and then like the Kevin James love interest looks vaguely like Uma Thurman, but isn't. Right. That was a cool that, moment. That was <laughs> the fact that she was like, "Oh, that just she resembles Uma Thurman a little bit." That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Like that was the that was the moment you had. But then it's got that stupid scene where he's like allergic to shellfish and his face like blows up. You don't like that scene? No, I think that's silly. Shout out to Benadryl. <laughs> yeah, sure. Some buzz marketing for Benadryl. Help you out there. Yeah. All right. So Hitch comes out. What else happens? Uh, let's see. According to all the research that I did, um, a pope died. Oh no! Which pope? Uh, John Paul II. Oh, the, on the same day, no. I was about to say it was the same day that North Carolina won the national championship, but I think it was two days before North Carolina won the national championship. Oh, wow. Uh, and then uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia debuted. I like that show. I think it's fine. It gets, it's it's the same shtick over and over again, I feel like. but Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I haven't, I definitely have never, like, gone through and watched every single episode but i've definitely like seen episodes and been like oh this has funny moments yeah fair i'd, I'd watch hitch before i watched an episode of always sunny really i like hitch <laughs> it reminds right. me of my love life. there's a lot of always Sunny episodes they're still running like that show is still going on like they're still recording episodes yeah live i thought i saw that the dude not live but what's his name glenn howerton yeah he's in a new show now he is ap bio yep I wonder if by the time people listen to, to this, it'll be if it'll be canceled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll see. I watched a couple episodes last night. If I do my math right, this episode comes out about like seven weeks after we record it. The secret's out, y'all. <laughs> Whoopsies! I hope nothing changes about songs for Silverman between now and seven weeks from now. Let's hope not. So, it came out thirteen years ago. I think we're good. I think you're solid. Recorded two thousand four. Comes out 2015. Peaks at 13 on the Billboard 200. Did it? Yeah. Wow. Which is like that's a lucky number. That's is it? Well, <laughs> sure. That's pretty good for Ben Folds, I would think. I I would argue that's probably good for Ben Folds. Most of his albums still come up with a pretty like they have like a um, they really get the gamut of reviews from not so good to some people really love them, some people don't. So it goes kind of back and forth. How about that? But let's jump into the album. Yeah, let's we do heard it. we heard the first track, bastard, <laughs> dirty word. Is it? I mean, it's fine. It's like, a, it's. I would consider it a like a curse a, word. Really? Sure. I don't know if I would consider it a curse word, but it's a word that I wouldn't say around. Work. Like, yeah, you wouldn't say it at work or around children. Yeah. What's the what would you define as a curse word? I don't know. Something that the FCC would not allow you to say. Uh, so is is bastard consider like are you able to say that at any time of day on on air? I'm not sure. I would. I, I haven't done that research. Irregardless, for us, we're on the interweb, so yeah, FCC we do whatever we want. Yeah, for for a little while. Yeah, I don't know what the it's work like net neutrality. Yeah, <laughs> come on, come on, net neutrality. All right, so you get the first song, bastard. Um, I love it. Yeah, I dig it. I love it. You love it. I think it's a great song. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I. Uh, it's interesting because you have his first few albums. You get like a bunch of like hard like kick like with Ben Folds Five. It's those like really big punches. Yeah, at the, the first beginning. two albums that we talked about, you get Jackson Cannery and you get One Angry Dwarf, which are like in your face immediately. Yep. But then the last two albums, Reinhold Messner, uh, Narcolepsy isn't in your face immediately though. It, no, it though gets it gets, it gets there. there. Yeah. And then uh, I would argue that Annie Waits is not in your face immediately from rocking the suburbs nope and this kind of gets gets you the annie waits vibe when it comes to like the way it comes in it's not a punch in the face it's not a slow ballad but it's a decent little standard it comes out it's got some cool horns yeah it's scattered throughout it and i think it's got bastard f- does yeah i don't know if i agree there there's some corn there's some not corn yeah there, there might be corn he might have had corn but horns 
Um, they're 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 sprinkled in there. I took the notes this morning while listening to the song. All right, if you say so. So they're sprinkled in there, and then it's got a fun chorus with the piano. I, th- under I really it. love the vocal break where they're they're all singing like little vocal harmonies with each other. Mm-hmm. And that when we saw Ben Folds live, he had us do the vocal do break. those vocal breaks, yes. which is kind of cool. It's a good little way to engage your crowd live. He's good at that, man. And then he's got a it's got a cool little piano solo in the bridge, and it's good. It's a good song. I love it. You're, you you love it. I think it's great. It makes my uh, I've hinted at this in previous episodes that it makes my best of Ben Folds uh, playlist. Top 50? Yes. <laughs> Alright, well, um, it's, I mean, yeah, I think it would probably be on there. It's a song about growing up too fast. Sure. You know, people who feel like they know everything, they haven't really experienced anything. Yeah. So Who can't relate to that? Y- can you? Have you ever thought you grew up too fast? Anything you regret missing as a, as a kid? No, but I feel like I, I can, I, I think that I have observed some of the same things that he's observed. Some you know high schoolers or college kids thinking they know a lot, and you just being yeah. like, "Hey man, you don't have to know everything." Quit being a jerk. Yeah, just live life. You don't let, you don't have to know I it all. Lead with some empathy every once in a while. Yeah, be empathetic, you jerk. Don't just be pathetic. Yeah, you think it's like yeah, you should be empathetic, you bastard. That's what he kind of like. That's <laughs> what he's saying. There's a little bit of that. <laughs> I lo- like I love that he has that 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 in his arsenal where he can be like tell a poignant message but also have a little bit of sarcastic sardonicness i mean humor scattered throughout like the entirety of his works there's always yes. a little sarcasm in there i like that so yeah so you get that in bastard and then it breaks into uh right after that you get uh you to think i do like this too it's weird though Standing out on the sidewalk With our tattoos that look like rings In the heart So you get a little acoustic guitar in there. Yeah. Is that like, is, is that one of the first times we've really had some acoustic guitar from, from Ben Folds? I, I can't really pinpoint uh, other songs I that have. I think we might have had some Still Fighting It on the uh, Rock in the Suburbs album. If I'm remembering correctly, I think we definitely got some there. But yeah, so uh, to me, at this point, Ben Folds has pretty much defined his style. Like, sure, I think you you know you hear a Ben Folds song and you go, "Yep, that's clearly Ben Folds." And I think this kind of fits into his normal like repertoire of how that plays out. But it's good. Um, it's not my favorite track on the album, but yeah. it's, but it's not even close to being bad. Uh, so I, my understanding is that it's a song about young love and people going to Vegas and getting married, jumping the gun. Yeah, and he talks about uh, they had tattoos that looks like that looked like rings. So mm-hmm. they, like they got married and as rings they got tattoos. I was in a meeting the other day with a dude who had a tattoo ring or a ring tattoo. I guess it would be a ring tattoo. Yeah, that's a thing. Like they do like the dates or like. It's wild. I didn't ask if he knew the song "You to Thank" by Ben Folds. Uh, well, that's kind of about getting married too soon and then and not working out well. So yeah, so that's kind of part of why I didn't ask. But you th- yeah, I mean, did you ever get married too fast? Did I? Yeah. No, yeah. not as far as I know. Oh, is that something you could not know? Sure. I have guess. You, I, have I, you I seen see- Fifty First Dates? <laughs> yeah. She wakes up every damn every day, day not knowing she's married by the end of that. I didn't know that's what was going on. By the end of it, yeah. <laughs> like when like most of the movie is about him like making her fall in love with every, every single day. day. That's like, gotta, gotta be end, exhausting. Remember they're on the boat and he's like made this whole video production that like he must show her every morning to remind that, that they're married and they have a child together. Can you what is what is it like to wake up to that every single day? Good on you, Drew Barrymore. You're waking up, you're I like, oh, I need my morning coffee. I have a kid. Yeah, and like she obviously has completely forgotten about their whole love story and the wedding singer. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Do you like The Wedding Singer or Fifty First Dates more? Uh, I've seen Fifty First Dates like a hundred times more times. <laughs> that's yeah, I, that's inaccurate. I, that's one that I feel like it's always streaming. And if you're ever like doing laundry or anything that you're just able to kind of like, all right, throw it on. It's a good laundry. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm gonna you fold some laundry and watch Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Sean Astin, Astin a fool, you know. <laughs> yeah, do all the, all the his like the, the his, yeah, all the his peck like Fifty First Dates, and his progression to his role in Stranger Things Two, 
Wow. I still haven't seen Stranger Things 2. Oh, well, spoiler alert. Sean Astin is involved. <laughs> oh, well. Does that make you want to watch it more? <laughs> no, oh. it doesn't. It's not. It's a very different character. All right. So we go from you to think, which you, and it, I, I liked it. It's fine. It's good. It's not yeah. bad. It's, it is what it is. Um, and then you go into Jesus Land, which might be my favorite song on the track, or my favorite track on the album. I'm a Jew for Jesus Land. I'll say it. I hate that intro, like the vocal uh, intro, but everything after that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely love the piano intro, and then the strings layered on top of it, and then the entire concept of the album, which is or of the song, which is Jesus walking around in the world today, and like if you seeing so. people use his name, and but not actually getting his message, which is a uh, interesting. You, you don't That's really you don't really see uh, Ben Folds kind of diving into the religious aspect of of life very often. Yeah, I don't know if this is a more religious song or a more political song. That's. I think that's actually a pretty fair and smart argument. Thank you. Yeah. I'm surprised you. <laughs> yeah, I'm very. I'm like. Uh, I'm. I'm. I do not caught off guard. I do not think this is a of a of this as a religious song as much as a take on uh, politic politics in 2005. Yeah, I don't. He doesn't strike me that. I mean, George W. got it inaugurated for the second time. Does that happen? You have to I don't think you get a nod. twice. Yeah, you should just start your second term. Yeah. yeah, fair. All right, maybe I'm the dumb one here. Um, but uh, so I, I, he doesn't strike me as someone who's going to be super conservative. Who Ben Folds? Yeah, probably not. George W. Absolutely. Uh, I look back fondly on the George Bush <laughs> days. George W. Bush gave days. you a, gave you a lot of Will Ferrell material. At least there was that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I, I really, enjoy, I thought that was. It's just a beautiful fold song. Twice. Won't get fooled again. <laughs> what, is that what he said? Something like yeah. that. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed Jesus Land. I thought it was beautiful. I thought the chorus was simple, but like works very well. Yep. Um, and then the harmonies are coming along. Notes. Yeah, I liked it a lot, man. It's a good song. I liked it. And then you go right into Landed, which I think is like my second favorite song on the album. Had a boy. And this one, um, another strong piano intro. Of course, he's. I think lyrically he gets stronger. Like his lyrics have gotten stronger, and like the message in them has has grown from Ben Folds Five to now. Well, it's interesting. This one, this so this album came out in two thousand five. His previous album came out in two thousand one. So, right. So he had given himself a few years. What I mean, what what was the? Uh, I think he had he had been releasing an album every two years. Up until that up point. Up until this point. So he gave himself some time to mature as a songwriter, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, and he wrote several EPs and stuff between this, between Rock in the Suburbs and Silverman, which actually he compiles into a, a full LP that we'll talk about in a future episode. Is that what the, is that what the order was? He wrote yeah. the EPs between yep. Suburbs and Silverman? Yep. Okay. Um, you should know this. Not I. I did the. I had to look it up this morning. Well, that's what you're here for is to know like the logistics of it all. I just know that I like the music. So yeah. So he wrote those. So he did some songwriting then. Yeah. But it, you know, for the full album, that so he took sense, some time actually, because some uh, uh, give Judy my notice originally came from one of those EPs. Oh really? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Sure. So we go from Landed, which Landed I, has been featured in like a few commercials over the years as like the backup music to like an American Express commercial. I it's, think it's so good. It's very pretty. This is the first song I fell in love with by Ben Folds. Like when when you're listening to songs for Silverman, Landed was like you're like, oh, that's the song. Yeah. And it's so it's about a. I did some research. Um, apparently, he's got a DVD of all of, of him playing some of the stuff live, and then he does like a commentary track classic 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 musician mu musician stuff so it was about a friend coming out of the grips of an ex-girlfriend um and his friends coming back kind of into the life that he knew before leaving to like live with his ex-girlfriend and it's about ben folds picking him up at the airport 
Yeah, that sounds right. So that sound that matches the story that I also feel like I have heard. Yeah, I mean, and I, the song paints it well. So then you know he's like coming out of the clouds and he's coming he's back. He's coming down from the reign of the telephone czar. That's right. Yeah, that's a lyric from the song. That's what you're here for is yep. pulling out those little tidbits. Yes. Um, but I enjoy I enjoyed that one a lot. I thought that was probably one of the yeah the, the Jesus land to landed the Jesus landed mm-hmm. one two punch. Did you get very a chance, good? Did you get a chance to listen to the strings version of Landed? I have not. That's pretty nice too. Like just a nice little instrumental. Like is it the well, Vitamin no, no, Quartet or is it no? It's the same song. There's just a whole strings section that he adds to it. Oh, it's is that not this song? There's more. Oh. Like more strings. Ooh. Like there's a l- like this is strings light. I have to check that out. Yeah. Then we go into so we get Landed. So Jesus Land, my favorite song. Landed my second favorite song, just a really cool one-two punch. I like the way that it goes in. Then we go to Gracie. He's finally he already wrote a song about his son, Louis. Louis, Gracie. Now we're getting later gets Gracie a gets a song, um, and it's fine. Like I said, it's fine. I like it. It's fine. Yeah, I, like I, I don't dislike it. It's fine. Yeah, and it's pretty much that. It's very. I mean, it's, it's pretty a, much that for. It's a father three writing, minutes. It's a father writing a song to his daughter. Yeah, which is very nice. It's, you know, it's, it's a, a nice it's thing. A, to it's, do. A, it's a it's a lovely the, thing. It was the right thing yeah. to do. Well, if you, yeah, you because loved still fighting it. I think that's an amazing song, which is the song he wrote for Louis. Yeah. Ooh. This one, not so much. Gracie, if you're listening, I'm sorry that your song wasn't as good. I'm sorry Ben Folds kind of half-assed it. Yeah. So still still fighting. It he was amazing. really mailed this one in. <laughs> yeah, he really just said, um, I guess I got to write one for Gracie. Oh, Gracie. And it was very just okay. You know what, though? Gracie's going to drive him crazy someday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As daughters do. As they do. I hear. <laughs> yeah. Any kids, Max? This has never been never been rushed into a marriage. I've never been rushed into a marriage no. or a fatherhood. Or a fatherhood. Well, that's you know you got to really plan those things. I'm, I'm you don't want those. A, you don't want those. You don't want that to be a surprise like Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I'm playing the long game. Yeah. On 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 marriage and fatherhood. So Gracie was fine. It's it is what it is, and then you go into trusted. So he does some vocal fills and stuff in that song. I'm not a huge fan of his vocal fills. I just don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a big guy on those. I um, love Trusted. Love it. I really. really I love so it. I dig the song. I don't know what vocal fills you're talking about. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's in my notes. Um, but I'm not a big fan of the vocal fills. And then, uh, but I do think the juxtaposition of like this poppy tune mixed with like what is really a heartbreaking song. Yeah. Which is him realizing that him and his significant other are like don't trust one another yeah and that's a very tough thing to go through and reading so each other's diaries the, and stuff the balance of like the poppiness of that versus like the heartbreaking message um oh. i think ben folds does it well because this isn't the first time he's done something like that yeah yeah I, I think this is one of his greatest strengths is is this kind of song where it's like oh beautiful melodies and poppy sounding things and then you listen to the lyrics and you're like oh super sad yeah and i well i think for even from su- from suburbs to now it sounds like there was some very like heart there's some heartbreak that happened i don't know if that's actually the timeline of like when, i don't know because he got he's been married a few times right i believe that's accurate yes so this uh this seems to and if he rushed into getting married too fast for and you to think and now he's talking about like the heartbreaking them not trusting each other Something something happened, possibly, possibly, um, but yeah, I dig I dig trust it. I think it's good. And then we get to give Judy my notice. Which is about him giving his two weeks notice. Is it to his wife? I didn't know or that. Or to a girl. 
I don't know if Judy is his wife, but no, his wife's name was Frowley. Frowley? I think so. Frowley Folds. Huh? I think that's real. I have no idea what that's interesting. About, but but I that's what, I mean. That's what it's really. I mean, you. I I thought it was whatever. I love that song. I don't. Okay. I don't hate it, but I, I think it's fine. Judy, you know I'm not mad anymore. It's pretty forgettable. I disagree. You think that compares to like Jesus Land or Landed? Like I think you, they all compare to each other because it's pretty easy to compare them because they're all by the same artist. Right. And that's what they all have in common, and that's what a comparison is. <laughs> sure, but you think you think uh, give my notice to Judy or give Judy my notice. So you're not even respecting the song enough to to listen to it enough to know what the title of the song. Well, is. I got it right here. It's give Judy my notice. Give and, my notice to Judy. And do you think it's as good as Jesus Land or Landed? I don't like. I, I like them both. Why do I have to rank everything? Why, well, why is your life about ranking? I, I don't. I'm just saying. I you say you love the song. I think it's. I think it is not even nearly as good as those two. Okay, I think they're all great. All right, and then you get down to to late is after that. Dirty words on a dirty wall. Eat and take out by myself. the shows got back in the van and put the walkman on you were playing so i this is one of my favorite tracks on the album had a boy it's a good song who do you know who it's about it's about elliot smith had a boy yeah singer songwriter elliot man you play a good guitar and some dirty basketball yeah and this his story is super sad elliot's uh-huh and the way that he, he, the, way he the way that he died was apparently he got in a fight with his girlfriend and our significant other. She locks herself in the bathroom. She hears him scream and then comes out and he's got two knife wounds in his chest and a knife in his chest and then a suicide note off to the side. Oh. So like super sad. Yeah. Super dark. Um and like the post-it note said, like I'm sorry, and so, and I think that hit Ben Folds pretty hard, according to my research. Yeah, as if you're friends with someone, uh, that absolutely would. Yeah, that'd do it. Uh, he played basketball with Elliot Smith a couple times, and apparently he like was throwing elbows and stuff, and that's why he says he plays some dirty basketball. Sure, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that song, uh, it's a beautiful track. Uh, it's a great tribute, and it's to me, it's another incredible example of Folds' ballad writing. Yep. Like, uh, and you said it earlier in the series that how like you he's got a series of ballads that like you love more than things like The Luckiest or anything else like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now? I am understand. I say I still love The Luckiest. Sure. But yeah, he's got some pretty incredible ballads. Thank you. I think my top ten list would most likely, with the exception of like one or two, probably be mostly ballads. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I've got a lot of ballads in my top fifty list. <laughs> <laughs> You're like one of those weird like VH1 shows where <laughs> instead of like, I love the '80s, it's just like I love ballads. It's not a top. T- it's not a top twenty like list. It's literally just like I. Uh, it's my top fifty Ben Folds ballads. songs list, and they're all ballads. Yep. And then top fifty not ballads. Yeah. And that's actually how I uh, how I name all my playlists: <laughs> ballads and not ballads. <laughs> and you only have two playlists that are just yeah. both Ben Folds. Yeah, exactly. Very rarely listen to other music. We've just been lying about. We just been, yeah. I've been picking music for you. What is the Avid Brothers? <laughs> honestly, <laughs> you were the one who watched that documentary. I've never seen that documentary, but now I feel like I need to. It was good. I, I need really to go like check it. it out. And my parents liked it. Um, and then so we go from this. Your parents liked it. What? You said your parents liked it? Yeah. They It sounded like you were about to segue and ignore <laughs> that I said my parents liked it. I was, but I yeah, I always love hearing your parents' opinion. My parents' opinion? Parents' opinion. They do. Well, your dad did radio for years. Sure. And is a b- big mu- uh, music. He knows about music. Person. Sure. And then your mom's wonderful. I agree. So, yeah. So, they love the Avid Brothers movies? They love the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Well, hot damn. I have to go watch it now. You should. I'm glad you buy their opinion more than mine. Oh, God, yes. So much more. All right, then we get into sentimental guys after the song Late. In my mind, I scribbled and erased a 
thousand times like a letter never written or sent. It's simple, it's short. I enjoy the subtle horn that happens over the bridge. He hits this one note on his piano at one point during the bridge that I think is like the single best moment on this album. And but I have no idea what note it is or anything, but it's a nice moment. But at that moment, you're like, ah, oh, yes. He, he did it. <laughs> this <laughs> album has arrived. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. I love, I, I really like Sentimental Guy. Yeah, I thought it was good. I think it's a great song. So uh, we'll get to it, but this sounds like this is you. Not only was it your introduction, but most likely your favorite Ben Folds album. It's definitely up there. They're all my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we go from sentimental guy, simple, short, fun. I like it. You lo- you love it, um, and then we get into time. Sing it, Max. No. All right, what are your thoughts on this? I like this song a lot. Yeah? Weird Al does some of the uh, backup tracks. I did. I, I saw that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Is it awesome? Yeah, I like this song a lot. I think that the vocal break in this song is even stronger than the vocal break in Bastard. I enjoy how the bridge ah, kicks in in this. Um it's it's simple. It's I think it's one of the more forgettable songs on the album. But that's just if kinda. they're all equally forgettable because they're all equally rememberable, then sure. Yes. I feel like I'm 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 touching a chord for you. There's lots of chords in this song that I think are just beautiful. <laughs> it's, I think it's fine. And then so this is song ten, and then after that, I, I feel like my segues have been lacking from song to song today. Um, we go from time. Well, you can't beat Jesus landed. <laughs> I mean that's a really great segue. Yeah. Wow. I don't appreciate your tone right now, but we we wrap up with time, uh, and then we are uh, no prison food, man. Prison food. It jumps right in. We walked the earth. We talked and never spoke a word. She wonders who will be the first. And I think that uh, I think Prison Food is a great way to end the album. I thought yeah. it was a, I thought it was a great final track. To me, it almost it's like it's it almost reminds me a little bit of like experimental era Beatles. Just tell me more about that. Like I, I can't remember what song I'm thinking of by the Beatles, but I was listening to this song last night. And I was like, man, this reminds me of like that scene in. Um, Across the Universe, or like, what's the movie with John C. Riley? Walk Hard, where he like, <laughs> where he's on his like little yeah. It just stint. seems like a song that could be like this when when uh, Dewey Cox is just like trying to do too much. That scene, it like reminds me of like Ben Folds' take on that. I need bit. more goat. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you don't know this because I don't know how many of the episodes of the music arc you listen to. Zero. Dewey Cox. Show- is referenced in almost every one accidentally. Really? So the fact that you came to that like prior to like with no knowledge of that made me laugh. Dewey Cox is a very <laughs> important. It's a great parody. Yeah. And it's a great movie. I love it. But the fact that <laughs> you brought it up. Um, All on my own. Because uh, Gavin, who's one of the hosts and the, uh, the, the other host for the other show that we take over and hijack, consistently says patrick duffy took a beating which is one of the lines from that so yeah, sure. it's, it's a constant thing that always gets referenced you I, don't uh, want none of this doing <laughs> is it habit forming no <laughs> i think i want some but yeah great great movie has nothing to do with ben folds except for it reminds you of the song uh prison food <laughs> a little bit <laughs> okay i, I li- and i like prison food let's let's make that clear You've, so you've been to prison? No, I like the song Prison Food. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've been to summer camp. Is that prison? Or is that even prison food? I bet the food at summer camp is actually a lot better than prison food. I've seen Orange is the New Black. Food there, not great. Didn't Doesn't appear to be. But summer camp food can be pretty, pretty, good. pretty good, depending on the camp, I guess. Yeah. Very cool. You get. We went to summer camp together. It had macaroni triangles. 
that like were fried. Who doesn't love a fried macaroni triangle? It was good. Yeah. It was delicious. You like try to set records for how many you could eat in one lunch. It never ended well. <laughs> you really feel like you were clogged after that if you participated in that record <laughs> setting. Yeah, like, you better hope that's your night <laughs> off. Like, ugh, gross. All right, let's get away from Max's bowel movements and back onto the album. Yeah. Um. So overall, um, ballad b- musics. Ben, ballad music. I feel like yeah. Benjamin Scott has a. That's his middle name. Oh, I've wow. learned so much, man. I've done so much research, and I did it. You're like for, doing I did all it for you. <laughs> I did it for matter, you. I'm pretty sure you're like you're never actually going to go back and listen to any of these albums. You have no idea what will happen. You're going to know his middle name for the rest of your life, and you're never going to remember that the song "Time" exists. No, "Time" I will forget. That's what I wrote down. Um, overall, Ben uh, Ben Folds, I think, has defined his sound at this point, um, and doesn't really stray from that from album to album. I don't think there's a bad song on this album. Yes. I I'm doing it, y'all. I think there are I'm making him like Ben Folds, but I still don't believe he's actually gonna go listen to this <laughs> album ever again. I think there are better songs, like songs that stand far above the rest, and I think there are songs that are good, but I don't think there's any bad songs on this album. At a boy. Um I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. And what's you gave whatever and ever a nine? Mm-hmm. Okay. I did. So that's still the I think the best that they've been okay. that he's been. Um, and then I think I gave Rock in the Suburbs an eight or seven. Oh wow, these are right there. You're giving it. Like, Ro- you're getting some good grades. Yeah. Um, and then we don't have to talk about Reinhold Messner. That's a little further down there. I also like Reinhold Messner. I'm sh- I mean, yeah, of course you do. Uh, I'll give this one a nine. You'll give it a nine. Sure. Which uh, is that's one of the better keep ones in for mind you. That my rankings mean nothing because <laughs> I think they're, they're all great. And they and they vary. Yeah. <laughs> like I think. You, you, if I asked you next next episode what you gave this album, you're like, oh no, seven, eight, it's around there somewhere. Exactly, that's okay. exactly what I will do. So uh, I think this one does it does help that this was like my introduction to Ben. This was Ben Folds 101 for me. Yeah, so and, like, and that makes sense. Again, like landed and st- like there's some songs in there that if you are going to start listening to Ben Folds, this is probably album the one of the albums to give you. Yeah, it's pro- it's one of the most accessible albums. Sure. I mean, they're all pretty accessible. They're available on Spotify. Yeah, right. But what I'm saying is you're not going to give... Someone says, hey, hey, Max, you know, what's the first Ben Folds album I should listen to? You're not going to give them Reinhold Messner first. I mean, I might if I'm trying... If it's somebody that I'm, like, trying to mess with a little bit. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, the average, like, the average goer comes up to you and says... The average goer? The the average listener. (laughs) The average average music goer. Oh. Well, music goer is different than music listener. Yeah, I don't know. I'm... I, I'm still only halfway through my coffee. It takes me a long time to drink it. Yeah, I mean, uh, sure. This is a good starter al- a starter album. All right. So, yeah, I would say that's that's what I would give out as well. Um, but I'm enjoying it, and I thought it, was re- I thought it was really good, man. Landed, man. That's a great song. Jesus Land, that's a great song. Speaking of Jesus Land, Uh-oh. Let's, let's do this. So the songs about Jesus in modern day okay. are 2005. Walking around and saying, like, man, you know, People are using my face to sell stuff, and they're they're saying my name, but I don't know if they really get the message. So that's a, I mean, that was a pretty cool thing for Ben Folds to take like a historical figure and write a song about him. If you had to take a historical figure or like religious figure or like oh. fictional character, sure, write a song about them. Yeah, what would they be doing in that song? And then, what would the song be like? Like what would they be doing? Like, yeah, like what's like the song? So like how Jesus is walking around. Like Jesus was walking around a modern day city. You can pick a figure, a setting, and write a song about him. What are you doing? What's the song? I think I'd probably choose to write a song about Alexander Hamilton. Okay. Just kidding. Yeah, because that has anybody ever done that? I mm, I don't know. Uh, this isn't the Broadway arc. <laughs> Should be <laughs> right. Can I call it? Go ahead and call dibs on that. <laughs> yeah, if you, want, if you want to do the Broadway, as arc. long as we only talk about Hamilton <laughs> and Dear Evan, Sweeney Han- Todd, Dear <laughs> Evan Hansen, Wicked and Wicked, I'm good. Is that the only ones you really know? I know Cinderella pretty well. Um, what else do I know? What's your favorite song from Cinderella? Uh, do I love you because you're beautiful? Can you sing a little bit for me? Do I love you because you're beautiful? It's a ballad. <laughs> it's a ballad. It's a ballad. Yeah. Do you love your ballads? I do. <laughs> yeah. Or are you beautiful because I love you? <laughs> also, let's let's highlight the fact that I even have to finish the question of Am do you want to sing a little? Am I making believe I see in you a girl too lovely to be really true? 
That's Max Congo, everyone. Round of applause for Max. Are you right, the sweet sh- shut up. All right. of a lover's so, dream? Who are you writing about? Stop singing who are you writing about. Hey, I need you to focus. Maybe I would write a song about Rodgers and Hammerstein, you know? R- about them, like, writing a song? So yeah. it's a song about them writing a song? Yeah. I don't know. How about um, Robin Williams? Ooh, that, that could be a good choice. That would be a good choice. I don't know what I would have him doing, but I think it would be a song about how he was a very, very funny man, but also does a very, very good job in so many of his films of of having that empathy in his eyes. And I just think he's so good at that and like how he balances like his humor with like his just like he seemed to care so much about the people in his movies. Yeah, that I don't know. I agree. You, I don't know how you put that in a song form. What style of music do you think it would be? A ballad? Probably. And then like what, like a piano ballad or like strings I don't or care. like Ultimately, you asked this because you have an answer for it that you want to tell us about. I, so. I just thought it would be an interesting little tit like question. Well, Robin Williams is the answer. I haven't thought that much about it as far as like what genre of song. Can you can you write it and no, sing it for I'm us next song, week? I'm not a songwriter, Sunshine. Neither am I, but you could still try. No. You could be anything you set your mind to. Well, Ben Folds, if you're listening, can you write a song about Robin Williams for us, please? Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so Robin Williams. I, I like that choice. That's a good choice. Thank you. I'm going to go with, I'm going to keep it biblical. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to go Goliath. Uh, I heard of that guy. But set in like now. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's Hagrid. No, because he's only like, I think, real, like, he was only like 6'2". Like is what, Goliath was 6'2". Yeah, but that was a giant really? in those times. Yeah. Huh. So like. I always just assumed it was like an actual giant. So I think it would be like about him like realizing that he's like not that big yeah, <laughs> and like walking around like now like so you're saying that like i've like i'm about the same height as goliath and probably have a size advantage overall sure he might have had better cardio yeah well <laughs> maybe i don't know I mean, wh- why because oh, he lived in the stone age and was lifting rocks around you gotta run away from your predators and this is biblical times this isn't like <laughs> this isn't dinosaur era I don't know. I don't know when the Bible was written. But they had to walk from place to place. Apparently there was like a, 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 time, a, time, a time, time milestone that made it more helpful for us to know when the Bible was written. Hmm. I, I can't think of one. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so, but it would be about Goliath like living now and being like, oh, I'm not that big and having to come to terms with that. Okay. Who would write it? I don't know, but I want it in like the style of like me without you, like a little folksy like me without you. Ooh, I'm glad you asked. Let me see if I can pull something up. But I think like a little folksy like parable could be fun. It'd be sound a little something like this. Mostly vacant streets, a baker from the outskirts of his town. Earned his living peddling sweets from a ragged cart he dragged around. The clever fox crept close behind. Kept an ever watchful eye for a chance to steal a ginger spice cake or a boy. I think it'd be in like that type of style. Neat. Which that song's by the way, "Me Without You," the fox, the crow, and the cookie. Mm. It's a good song, but I think that would be the style that I would like write the Goliath parable in. You can eat crow, you can eat a cookie, but can you eat a fox? Ah, dude, I don't know. Can huh. you can you catch the fox? That's important. That's the more important question. Yeah, if you can't catch it, you can't eat it. I don't think I've ever caught a fox. I <laughs> never tried. Yeah. They have fox traps. That's a thing. Yeah? I think so. They have fox trots. Sure. That's a word that they use when they're trying to spell things out in the military. I don't know. I don't uh, know what military. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, fox trot. Yeah. I forgot that was one of them. Yeah. But you're right. I've I've done my research. Yeah. <laughs> I've done I've done my research, Max. Isn't that not clear? The effort that I put into this show for you and for our listeners—it's not for me. And Let's you just—and and you just seem like you're just—you wake up in the morning and throw it all together. That's exactly what I'm doing. That's I, because I'm the expert on Ben Folds. I don't have to research. Well, I mean, if we learned anything from this past album, is hey, man, it's okay that you don't know everything. Yeah. Right. So that's the takeaway. It's okay if you don't know everything. Anything, everything—it's everything, right? I don't know. Yeah, so it's one of them. All right, well, so that's episode five in the books. We're wrapping it. That's right. it, man. You got anything you want to part parting wisdom before we leave? Uh, Where can people follow you on Twitter? 
you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com backslash. I don't know. How does that work? I have <laughs> no, I don't know. You're, I use Twitter. You use it more. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, at Max Gongleware. You'll figure it out. Just how it sounds, right? Pretty much, yeah. So, um, a few episodes ago on the music arc, it was probably a couple weeks ago, they uh, they talked about me and you and like what a good nickname combo would be because they felt like gong aware was too hard to pronounce, which I disagree. It's it's gong and aware, which are two words that are They're not perfect. hard to pronounce at all. Yeah. And so putting that together is not any difficult. It can be a little bit challenging to get that second G in there and really enunciate it. Like it, it can be pretty easy to just go gong aware. Can you show me how to how to do it right? Gong aware. Gong aware. So you're almost saying like go aware. Almost, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, but they were trying to think of like a nickname combo for us a few weeks back. And? They came up with Maximus Mayfield. Ugh. I thought that was. That's bad. That was miserable. That's terrible. Yeah, so to the Blanchard. Oh, wow. We just discovered alliteration as a concept. Yeah. Let's use that. Way to go, Blanchard Brothers. Really phoning it in on that one. Well, I think you can try again later. I guess they're alliterative types of guys. Yeah, so. Brothers. The Blanchard Brothers, that's what they do. Uh, alliteration alliteration apparently that's what they want from everything that they put out but they're wonderful people and i'm Sorry glad that they Silverman. i'm glad they have yeah, more alliteration crazy yeah but uh thanks to the blanchard brothers and the arc of e for letting us uh hijack the music arc for another episode yeah um, we uh we uh we are lost in the folds we are that is us we uh, can't find our way out. You can follow Max Gongaware on Twitter at Max Gongaware. You can follow me at Twitter at Mr. Underscore Sun Underscore Shine, which is the symbol again, not the word underscore. Correct. Um, and then uh, you can follow everything that we do here at thearcofe.com. Um, and then we are, uh, oh, we should thank the studio again that allows us to use their space. We haven't done that yet, and yes. I always feel like we should do that every episode. Yeah, thank you to Sports Channel 8 for letting us use their spoody, studio space. Studio space, Yeah. Studio. It was wonderful. Um, here here in Durham, North Carolina, where the weather outside today is raining. Abysmal. Abysmal is a little. I don't, it's cold, it's wet. Abysmal. It's, it's not what I want. It's fine. Like it's raining and it's a little bit chilly, but abysmal is too hard a word. I disagree. Harsh word. This is not the weather for me. But now we're rambling and it's time to go. So thanks again to all of you guys for listening. Please back to back episodes where we've gone on a slight weather. Uh, yeah, we should stop doing that. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys again for listening. Again, lost in the folds, and uh, we will see you guys. I don't know. Probably in about two weeks. We probably won't see you. Actually, you'll hear us two yeah. weeks. All right. Later. We walked the earth. We talked and never spoke a word. She wonders who will be the first to go.